Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Nevena Driscoll's family have lived on Cape Clear for generations, so the land and the sea that surrounds it are part of their being. Neve is one of the few, if not the only female ferry skipper working in Ireland. That's when she's not being a farmer or a teacher. Afternoon, Neve. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you doing? How long have your family lived on Cape Clear, do you know? Um, we're at least here with seven generations. My word. Mm-hmm. So that's quite a while. Great, great, great. I can't do the maths, but that's, that's you know, that's a lot of grandparents. Uh, it uh, is a lot. Of, many years, they, they say on average, um, although it has changed in modern times, but on average, a generation of 65 years. So you can, you can do the maths yourself. Oh, gosh. And probably you were all sailors then. Uh, predominantly, yeah, there would be a strong history of um, fishing in my family and working the ferries down to the line uh, as far back as my grandfather and my my granduncle. Okay, and does your fam does your family still fish apart from uh, your ferry work? Yeah, well, we we would have a seasonal lobster boat. So I have two older brothers, both engineers, um, but the the. The sea is our, our drug. We're addicted to it. So um, he does shift work and that enables him then to go lobster fishing during the summer months. When did you start then working on boats? How old were you? I, I, well, I began my journey into this world on the lifeboat when my mum was medevaced uh, when she was due to have me. Um, and my friends would say that explains quite a bit. <laughs> um, so when I was growing up then, we would have had a much smaller fishing boat at just a punt and... Um, my dad would have fished it from kind of the beginning of May until the end of September. And my mum was a, was the principal on Cape Clear for in the primary school for 39 years. So uh, when mum was at work and before I started school, uh, dad used to mind me. So if the pots need to be hauled, that meant I was out in the punt with him and I'd have my afternoon nap on the bow of the punt. And it kind of started from there. And uh, we, myself and my brothers were brought up really on, on boats and, Dad taught us how to handle boats from a very young age and taught us the names of the rocks and the markings and um, the safe passage and how to read the weather and, and whatnot. Yeah. Gosh. And and so, like, what are you in, like, but there's a formal process where you can get a ticket, etc. Kind of, when, when did you start yes, going indeed. for those? So, I suppose um, I always loved working in the boats um, and I, I, I did the pub work, the restaurant work. Um, I really enjoy meeting people and in 2004, the late great Kohoro Drishkiol um, asked me would I be interested in doing seasonal crew work on the ferry, uh, which made me the first uh, female crew member on the ferry, which I was absolutely delighted with. And uh, it was my dream job, to, to be fair. Um, I was out in the sea, out in the great outdoors and fresh air and still meeting uh, lots of very interesting people. And uh, I crewed every every summer and at weekends when relief was needed for quite a few years, um, all through college. When I qualified as a secondary school teacher, I then set about studying um, to become to get my skipper's ticket. So um, it, it's different to your ticket for a car. So you know you won't your license will allow you to drive any car. Um, whereas when it comes to the fairing world, um, it's very different. I have two different licenses. Uh, I have a P5 license, which allows me to carry 12 passengers um, up to 40 miles off the shore of Ireland. Uh, anywhere in the island of Ireland and then my domestic ferry operator's licence allows me to carry 100 passengers um, within a restricted zone from Mizzenhead to Loch Ine. Right, okay, that's very, that's very restricted and, 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 and how, much of a, how much of a crew would you have underneath you when you're operating that ferry? I would have two crews so it would be um, it would be the, the, the skipper, two crew and then 97 passengers. 
Right. Okay. And as you said, you were like the only woman working on uh, on that ferry. Like on an island like Cape Clear, would there not be other women who'd be in, in, involved in boats and the like? Well, it's fantastic now because it, right across the industry, in in a lot of ferries down in West Cork and further afield, and there are far more um, females getting involved, which is fantastic, and uh, and rightly so. Um, but back then, um, I would have been I would have been the first, and uh, later Cahoor's daughter Rona Crude. So we, it was fabulous because we had Kahoo as our skipper and then it was a, a female crew, which was most unusual at the time. Hmm. Um, and we had great, great fun and it was really sociable. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And so and so now, at the moment now, during the summer, are, are you're working on the ferry, I take it. So I worked, I got my skipper ticket in 2010. And um, as you said there, I'm, I'm teaching full time. Um, I'm in over the Muntar Island Great Slash of Chulham uh, with the last five, year, five and a half years. Um, which is quite a demanding role, and COVID just allowed me to take a kind of natural step back from the ferry after 18 18 years. So um, I'm on a little career break at the moment, and uh, land-based, though I'm I'm available, of course, (laughs) if they're stuck at the moment. Um, And finally getting to, I suppose, to enjoy the benefits of um, teacher summer holidays, which I wouldn't have had. It was my first summer off since I was 12 years of age, um, the first summer I took off from the ferry, so right. um, it's really enjoyable. But it, it's island life is very special, and uh, yeah, there, there's nothing quite like it. The, uh, the when you we uh, you said you're on a career break, but wasn't there a bit of success at the Young Scientist for you? Or am I incorrect? Oh, on when that? I say a career break, I mean a career break for my ferry. Right. <laughs> I'm still very much teaching. Exactly. Yeah, well, I'm I'm very fortunate to work in an incredible school with, with fantastic colleagues, many of whom are, are some of my closest friends, and uh, I teach chemistry through Irish. And uh, yes, we've had great success um, in the Young Scientist Competition. We've been competing there with the last uh, over nearly 35 years, I'd imagine, at this point, long before I began in the school. And uh, my colleague, Karina, then had huge success with um, her students, um, two separate projects, one um, in not two successive years, but uh, uh, every second year, as it were. Um, so we were delighted after all our efforts to finally bring um, the trophy home and the the last two boys, Alan and Cormac, actually went on to win the European Young Scientist thereafter as well. Something Correctly. we're very very proud of. Yeah. Now, are you? Would you be mobbed with tourists at the moment? Is it very busy? We are. It's a, always the minute the primary schools close and the state exams are finished and the season really kicks off. It begins at the beginning of May, but in terms of volume, we we really see it at this time of the year. And of course, the weather is in our favour. Now we had a fantastic month of, of June. It's a little bit unsettled at the moment, but we're we're here in the middle of, of doing the silage and the weather is in our favour. It's dry, it's a little bit blustery, but it's warm and sunny. Okay, yeah. And so, yeah, but th- there's a bit of a farm going on there as well. Yeah, there's the contractors arrived in this morning from the mainland on Vinci's Barge and they'll be here for the next few days. So um, I suppose community spirit is very strong and on Cape Clear, something we're very, very proud of. And uh, the way we kind of operate it is we go from farm to farm, helping each other out until the, the silage is done across the island. And... Uh, it's good fun. It, it's hard work, but it's it's quite mm. social as well. And uh, we're we're always racing to try and get ahead of the rain. And uh, we're very thankful and fortunate that we have local contractors, both in Skibreen and Baltimore, who are uh, willing to come into the island to do it each summer. Um, because obviously it, there's added challenges with that when you're on an island. Have you, uh, I mean, apart from going to college, have you ever lived off the island? 
You will I during the winter months I live Monday to Friday on the mainland because ah. I teach in Ballon College. Yeah. And then I commute so I hop in my car Friday after my last class on a Friday evening and I head straight for the ferry. Um, and I'm home then for weekends. I for I head back then on a Sunday evening, or if the weather allows, I can wait till the seven a.m. ferry on a Monday morning. Yeah, and when you when you're in Ballinacolleg, then do you, do you miss it? Do you miss the sea? I do. I really. I mean, the month of September it really takes me four to six weeks to kind of settle back into mainland life. Um, you know, when you're born in an island, and indeed anybody born along the coast uh, will understand that. There is quite a strong draw to the sea. It's, it's quite an innate thing. It's, it's difficult really to put into words, but mm. um, you really do miss it when you're gone from it. And I suppose I really noticed that the most during the second lockdown when um, schools were open um, and I couldn't come, I didn't want to take the chance to return home to the island. We'd managed to keep COVID out of the island for, for two years and um, obviously working in a school environment where there were multiple cases uh, any given week. I didn't want to take the chance to bring it home to my own parents or indeed to the island community. So it was the longest period I ever went in, in my life without returning home and it was two months and it was quite unsettling um, to be that far away from the sea. Um, the closest I could get to it was I, I'd at the weekend on a Saturday, I'd go down to Black Rock Castle and do there's a, a beautiful walk there, looped walk, and it was the closest I could get to sea during that time. Oh God, I can imagine yeah. that was probably... Pretty painful for you. Uh, it was, but the other side of it was the first lockdown was pretty incredible, to say the least. We had, I was on the island for 11 and a half weeks straight. Uh, it was the longest successive um, time I had spent on the island because even when I was um, in secondary school, I had to go to the mainland and attend the boarding school Monday to Friday. Um, so that was pretty special and, and not taking from the awfulness of, of COVID and what was going on in the world around us. We were we were really blessed here in Cape Clear because um, one of the benefits of an island is it was much, it, you know, a lot easier to keep COVID out. And while we adhered to the restrictions, um, we didn't have that same level of worry um, when we'd get out and about. And, you know, I'd finish my, my day's teaching and I was out hiking the hills and I'd, or I'd go down to the harbour for a swim and... Uh, that's a time that I, I, I'll cherish for, forevermore, really. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, one of our listeners in Dublin, says, lovely to have reminders of Cape Clare. Stayed in Croker's house uh, back in 1989 for a Gaeltha course. His wife, Eleanor, oh, was our bonantee. Great memories uh, and a number that's of visits. That's fantastic to hear. Yeah, it is fantastic. So, like, now that you're, you've taken a career break uh, from working on the boats... Do you still go out for pleasure? Is there still, you know... Oh, I do, absolutely. My brother and I have um, or a boat between us, um, an eight and a half metre rib. And uh, we have, uh, my brother has a fishing boat and my father has a fishing boat. And uh, yeah, no, it, it definitely, you, when when I'm not uh, tied up with work here, you'll find me either somewhere on the sea or kayaking or in a boat or swimming. Um, it's very much um, ingrained in us here on the island Um not alone the importance of the sea, but I suppose the enjoyment that it brings us. Neve, thanks a million for speaking with us. I'll let you get back to the silage. Uh, it was Neve Nidriscoll there on uh, Cape Clear. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Energlaze on News Talk.